three, two, one, and we're live. Ladies and gentlemen of the 12 Gauge Nation, I'm really excited to introduce to you guys uh, my first female guest that I'm very excited about, Erica Demian, and I still messed it up there. Um, so welcome, and I kind of want to show them a quick little video, kind of show them what an impressive talent you are, and then we'll start talking and get a little bit of an interview for you. That was an awesome video. I was, it's uh, so awesome. It's got that, that flair of anime that you just, you bring out and it really suits you well. I mean, your character in it just seems to go so well together. Uh, thank you. I hate watching my own videos back because I cringe every time because I see every little thing that I could just do better. Just my brain is just like, okay, critique mode, go. Every yes. single time I watch myself back. <laughs> yes. Well, and that's great because you do the same way I, my matches and everything else I watch back. I'm like, I catch everything that I've done wrong. Mm -hmm. And so, but, the, but that's good. That shows that you have that passion and you care. Uh, so you'll continuously get better every time. Um, so tell us a little bit about what it's like. Um, Cause I've never had uh, this of course. The podcast still very young. Um, uh, I've never, you're my first female guest, and thank you for that very much. I was trying to find someone that was the perfect one to be the first one, and you just kind of stood out there to me one day. Um, so congratulations, and uh, welcome to 12 Gauge Uncut. And so what I'd like to ask you, though, is what's it like being a young female star coming up, you know, in the indies? Um, you know, tell us about your journey. Start from the beginning. Tell us how you got started. What inspired you? Who inspired you? Who's your favorite wrestler, et cetera? Wow, that's a lot. Okay, let's make sure I remember everything. Uh, that's okay. So, we, we can come, but just start from the beginning. We'll we'll move back around, so no no obligation to remember it all. Okay, cool, because my memory is not very good. Uh, <laughs> so the reason I got into wrestling is because my dad was a wrestler when I was younger. He still wrestles a little bit, um, but he was, like, wrestling – like twice a month when I was little, like every single month. Um, he wrestled in a like little hometown fed kind of thing. And uh, my aunt or my mom would always bring me to watch the shows. Uh, and 
I grew up watching him. He was my favorite wrestler, and he still is my favorite wrestler, and he's my hero, and he's the reason I want to be a wrestler. And fun fact, I didn't know that NXT or WWE was a thing when I was little. The only wrestling I knew was that place. That's awesome, though. That's good. That's good. You had fun. That was so, my safe place when I was little. Gotcha, gotcha. So tell us a little bit more about your dad. Uh, his name is Solar. He has gone by many, many names throughout the years because he wrestled for 20 years. Um, so, yeah, but right now his name is Solar. He is currently my manager, and we have, I think we have a tag match coming up soon. I'll talk about that later. Um, awesome. he, he is my inspiration for wrestling because he has such an intense backstory um, so when he was born, uh, all of his organs were on the outside of his body. So they had to do like multiple surgeries to make sure like he was healthy. And there was only like a 50% chance of him living from that because it was the eighties and the medicine wasn't like developed as much as it is now, if that makes sense, uh, for lack of better words. Anyways, uh, so all throughout him growing up, he was always told that he can't do anything physical. His cousins couldn't roughhouse with him. Uh, he couldn't play sports or anything like that. And uh, he was 16 and he had to get another surgery because he had a uh, blockage in his intestines from scar tissue. Um, and then a couple years later, he was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to be a wrestler. And I feel like if that like overcoming odds like that, I feel like if that's not inspiring, I really don't know what is. Yes, that's that's awesome. So he was born a fighter, and it was looks like he raised one too. <laughs> so that's that's very awesome. Um, well, uh, tell us a little bit about your journey. Uh, as far as I think I had noticed before on your profile that you were trained by Ethan Case. Yes. Um, so when I was 14, my dad was like, okay, I think I'll let you start training because, when, okay. So when I was seven, I told him that I wanted to be a wrestler. He was like, you're funny. No, absolutely not. This you're too clumsy. This business isn't for you. You're sensitive. You can't handle this. And then when I turned 14, he's like, you know what? I'll let you give it a try. So then I got in the ring. I learned some of the basic stuff and he's like, you still want to do it? I was like, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> so I started training at the little place that he wrestled at for a while, uh, which was in 2019, I think. Yes, 2019. Um, into the beginning of 2020. And then everything kind of shut down because the pandemic. <sighs> that was a rough time in a lot of people's lives, including mine. Um, I'm sorry. I'm rambling. My brain is... No, you're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> I'm gathering my thoughts. Okay. So the little place that I was training at had shut down because of the pandemic. And I was like, Dad, I need to find something to do. I can't just keep sitting here at home like this. I'm sad. I can't, <laughs> can't take this. And he's like, okay, um, I'll ask around. So we talked to uh, James Drake actually he was like hey i know it's a bit of a drive but ethan case has a school called the palmetto wrestling academy in columbia south carolina you should check it out 
and we were like, okay, cool. So then we went and met Ethan and I was terrified of him. I did not speak a single word to that man the first day I met him because yeah, I was a 14 year old girl. I was like this big around, this big around, sorry. I, I was not on camera for that. Uh, and I was, I was so scared. <laughs> um, but yeah, I started training there. Initially it was just one-on-one -on -one classes. And then one day I, I asked my dad if we could stay and watch like the actual classes he ran. And uh, I enjoyed it a lot. And I really liked my dad, me and my dad really liked the way that Ethan taught his class. So we were like, yo, Ethan, can we join your actual class? And he was like, oh uh, yeah, duh, go right ahead. And so, yeah. Gotcha. So how many bumps did you do that first day? Uh, in Ethan's class? Yes. Uh, we hadn't gotten to bumps yet. The first thing he teaches is rolls. Because, okay. like, um, for one, rolls look nice, but also if if you end up, if someone picks you up for a move wrong, the safest thing to do is roll out of it. And if you don't know how to do, like, a regular roll on your own, you're not going to know how to do that. Uh, so it's safety and lucha, because Ethan loves lucha. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I had some training with uh, Jimmy Wang Yang, if you're familiar with him. Um, and uh, he was with the WWE for uh, several stints. And um, the first thing, well, and of course we did, we did rolls and warm up and everything, but uh, it was just repeated bumps. And I bet for the first month, or well, several weeks, that's all I did was bump. You know, bump, get up until everything was perfect. Five bumps in a row had to be perfect every time. So yeah. uh, I always tell people it's, it's amazing to see because you know usually with the first day or two if someone's going to come back because they bump enough and then all of a sudden you see them drop off and they, they don't ever come back. So you got to love it because it, 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 it wrecks you that first first month especially. Mm -hmm. So um, how, did, how did you feel coming with us? I assume you trained... Uh, was there any other females in the class besides you? Uh, there were. Okay. So at the time, since it was 2020, he had to split the classes up uh, into like a six o'clock and like a nine o'clock class, I think. I could be wrong. I don't remember the times. It was like three years ago. Uh, but the first class, there was a girl in the second class. There was another girl. I was in the first class. Sorry. Uh, good. So there was one girl in that class and she was the only person that I ever talked to because I was so scared of all the guys because they were all taller than me or bigger than me. <laughs> I was not having it. I was scared. And it took me a while to even start talking to her too because I was the most antisocial person. Well, not antisocial. I was just very scared of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure it's intimidating, especially. So, um, I mean, I get it from... Um, here recently, I had an experience where I'm I'm a, I'm a like six two, and so I met uh, Big Ben. He's like seven two, and I'm never the small guy in a room, and so I felt completely awkward. So I thought it was, I was like, "Hey, I know what it feels like now." <laughs> <laughs> and I was so. I was I was definitely taller than the other girl. The other girl is fairly she's like five two, I think, and I'm five seven. So I'm not. I'm not small, but I was like this big around, like I said. Yeah. So I was I was very skinny, 
and I was I was 15 when I joined the academy because uh, there was a rule that's like no one under 15. I think I think it might be 18 now. I don't remember. I have no idea. Not the point. I was the youngest one there, and I was also the smallest one there because she she was a cheerleader, so she had some like muscle on her, and she was very athletic looking, and I was just this little. <laughs> stick just <laughs> chilling in the class with everybody else gotcha so so how old are you now i am 18 i turned 18 like six months ago i think six months ago so so you're a senior or how have you graduated already i graduated uh this past june congratulations thank you it was very very hard i was so glad to be out of there Yes, we all are when we first get out. Until you've had a few years working, then you want to go back. And so, which is weird. You think right now that's impossible, but, you know, it gets there at times. But you'll have fun either way. Um, so is wrestling your um, sole goal right now? Or you got, are you kind of, are you between college and wrestling? So I do want to go to college eventually, but I think I'm going to take, I'm going to take some time off before I go to college just because I need a break from school. My mental health cannot handle that right now. <laughs> uh, and I definitely want to get myself out there more with wrestling uh, because like, I feel like it's hard to try to get your name out there while you're focusing on like studying and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so in North Carolina, I know it's going to ask you to be a, a little less humbled for a second. So are you over? I would say in most promotions I go to, I'm pretty over. All right, cool. Good. That's half the battle right there. And I would have, in, in watching you, I would have assumed so. I would have thought the fans would just love you to death. Um, my daughter was captivated by you when we watched the video. And so, you know, she was so excited that I was going to do it. Oh, so, that's so cool. So How old that's, is your daughter? She is 17. So she is getting ready to go into college. So wow, we're not going to talk cool. about how old I am at that point. <laughs> 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 so, um, <clears throat> but, uh, so when you, um, so North Carolina, you're wrestling around, how many bookings you take? Uh, you, you do a weekly or you, uh, you bi-weekly? Um, I kind of just take bookings when I can. Sometimes it's three a weekend. Sometimes it's one. Sometimes I don't have one that weekend. It, the, the ones where I don't have one, like sometimes it's hard, but also sometimes it's really nice because my body's like, hey, chill the frick out, bro. I can't take <laughs> right. all this. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, how about uh, merchandise? Do you have merchandise yet? Shirts? Yes, I do. I had my first shipment of shirts a while ago, and I'm on my last one, and it's a 3X, and I'm really struggling to sell it. But I think I think someone actually reached out to me over Facebook and was like, hey, can I buy your last shirt? And I was like, yes, please do. I need more shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just picked up another order today of mine. I added some colors to mine. The, the white came in today. So, um so as far as uh so t-shirts and what and if y'all can y'all reach out to her uh, through facebook do you have some other social media avenues or yes. anything that you want to expose i do uh, let me uh i wrote them all down because i forget what they are sure. all You're of fine. the time okay let me okay 
So my Facebook is Ericademia. It's spelled like it is on the screen. Uh, <laughs> uh, Instagram is my Insta underscore Ericademia. And then Twitter is Erica underscore Ericademia. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. What did I just say? Ignore. Wait. That's okay. Go ahead. My brain isn't working. I'm so sorry. Twitter is Erica underscore Demia. Or X. It's X, not Twitter. I'm going to call it Twitter because that's what I want to call it. Uh, TikTok is my TikTok underscore Ericademia. And then I also have a YouTube channel. I don't think I've posted on it in a while, but it's it's fine. It's your hero, Ericademia. Uh, that's that's my social medias. Okay, awesome, awesome. So tell us about uh, your gimmick, uh, your hero. So what inspired you for it? Or, or if a particular hero inspired you, uh, our wrestler, however it came about. So my whole like gimmick is based off of an anime called My Hero Academia. Uh, and it's based off of the main character, Deku. Because uh, when I first started watching that show, I was 14. I didn't have a character yet. I had like just started training. Um, and I was like, yo, this guy is literally me, but in boy form. Because, <laughs> okay, so he cried all of the time. He had this one guy that he looked up to, and that was his hero, and that was the guy that he always wanted to be like. And so the way I like to explain the premise of My Hero Academia is reverse X-Men. So X-Men, the mutants, or the people with the powers, are the minority. But in My Hero Academia, it's the opposite. It's the people without the powers. That's the minority. And the main character is in the minority. He doesn't have a superpower, but all he wants is to become a superhero, like like the big hero in the show. Um, but he was always told that he couldn't do it because he didn't have a power. And I kind of resonated with that because I was always like 100 pounds. I was really small. I was frail. And everybody was like, you want to be a wrestler? Are you insane? What is wrong with you? Like, I remember I was in eighth grade and I told this girl that I was friends with, I was like, hey, oh, I think I want to be a wrestler. She's like, you're going to quit within a week. And I was like, wow, some friend you are. Jesus <laughs> Lord, <laughs> what did I do to you? Can you just support my dreams, please? <laughs> it's amazing. I've same thing with my parents, everything else. Um, in high school, I was a lot smaller than I was now, though. Uh, that was all I was told. You're too small to be a wrestler. Not going to happen. So nobody was really supportive of that. So I get that completely. Uh, but I'm glad you, you know, went through and did it anyway. So um, your theme song. So did it come from that or did you, I know you said it was a kind of a custom mix that you did there. Yeah. So the, uh, the theme song was made by John Kiernan. I think that's how you say his last name. Um like, it's, my whole thing is, like, I wanted to have an anime-sounding theme song. So he reached out to an artist that I actually already listened to. Her name is Rina Hime, I think. I'm not sure about the, the last part. I don't know. Um, anyways. Uh, but I had already liked a song of hers, and she was like, yo, I'll do it. I'd love to. So, like, the whole thing's kind of like a custom theme. 
And the Go Beyond also came from My Hero Academia because the catchphrase from that show is Go Beyond Plus Ultra. I just took off the Plus Ultra because that's a little on the nose. I mean, Go Beyond is on the nose, but copyright, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. Well, that's pretty cool. So um, your repertoire of moves. So are you considered a high flyer or do you like technical style? I I always struggle to answer this question because I'm like, sure. I don't I don't fly because I'm scared. I'm terrified. I'm a superhero who can't fly. That's ridiculous. I know. But <laughs> it's, I, a good story. <laughs> it's so <laughs> scary. It's like Batman. Batman doesn't fly. Except yeah, in gotcha. his Batman. But that doesn't. That's besides the point. I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. No, uh, you're doing great. I love it. Uh, I'm not really super strong, so I can't, like, throw people or, like, lift a bunch of people. I probably could now better than, like, even six months ago because I've been in the gym almost daily. Um, I throw a lot of strikes. <laughs> that's that's kind of <laughs> where I'm at right now. It's like I do a lot of strike. I'm very okay. strike heavy. Okay. I understand that. Um, my background is MMA. And so I'm a martial artist. So um, obviously the 12 gauge is actually a super kick of mine. That's my finish. Oh, that's cool. And um, so do you do you have a finish? And if so, what is it called? I do have a finish. And I call it One for Your Face. Uh, it's a Superman punch. Uh, it's based off of, it's like a play on words of One for All, which is the superpower that the big hero in my hero academia has um yeah that's it's a play on words and uh a friend of mine donnie ray came up with it because i was like i posted on facebook i was like i need a name for my finisher and i'm struggling and he commented that and i was like that is perfect thank you <laughs> that's awesome um as far as wrestling goes currently is there a either male or female superstar that you really look up to or that's you're a fan of yourself? Um, my favorite wrestler is Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Yes. Absolutely. I can see that. Um, also Will Ospreay. I'm a huge fan I was of about Ospreay to say, too. I'm a Will Ospreay. Most people are right in the country. I'm a Will Ospreay guy. But um, I like Omega, but Ospreay is just amazing to me. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so it's always hard for me to really come down to say when I'm watching the two, you know, you're going to have an amazing match either way. Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, what about, uh, are you a WWE, AEW fan? Um, you lean either way when it comes to those shows? I like different aspects of both companies because there's certain things that WWE does that I like but there's certain things that AEW that it does that I like. And there's also things about both companies that I really don't like. Uh, but one place I know I want to go to is New Japan. I would love to go to Japan. I'm also yeah. a weeb, so <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's great. Um, so the, the, is the hair, is the, as far as... The colors, does it, is green always the color? Do you change colors? Uh, so far, the only color I've done is green, except when I was in eighth grade, I did purple, but we're not going to talk about that because that's irrelevant. 
Uh, <laughs> but so far, it's only been green. Uh, and it's also based off of the, my, the main character of my hero, because uh, his hair is green. Like, that's why that's everything I wear is green. For one, it's my favorite color. But for two, it's because it's because of Deku. It's, he's green. That's what my mask up there is based on. Hold up. Gotcha. Everything's that. backwards. There we go. Yes, it that's is. It's hard to point things on screen because you, you're <laughs> just backwards. Uh, so, uh, man, you, you're doing great. You kind of speed me through, though, because I'm trying to think where else do I move on this? You're doing great, though. Um, as far as uh, you, you gave us that, as far as do you have a Marvel or DC uh, hero that you or a fan of? So my, okay, hold on. I have to think for a second. So the top two that come to my head uh, for superheroes are Daredevil and Spider-Man. I don't know why I like Daredevil. I just do. I think he's really cool. Spider- Spider-Man, he's a freaking nerd. So <laughs> same. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, as far as, uh, you kind of you mentioned Kenny Omega. Do you watch? Have you watched any old school wrestlers? Um, as far as do you have any inspiration? As far as like um, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, uh, any of the oldies? I've watched a couple of older matches. Like I haven't watched a lot. Um, I watched Ric Flair's retirement match and I cried. Um. The, the 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 original one like like when yeah. he was a what is what's the word I'm looking for a competent worker does that make sense yeah. I'm, that sounds mean but I don't Bro, he's, no, he's so old yeah you're right um, you're probably so the so Shawn Michaels match yes yes okay yeah so here's a subject. me and one of my buddies his first match. Um, I, I got a promoter to let us have the match, and we reacted at that end uh, when I when I let my hit him with a super kick. You know, I did the I love you, and then hit him with a super kick and dropped him and pinned him. So we just kind of had some fun with it at that point in time. We reacted, reenacted a match classic. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, let me ask this: maybe. Um, it's been an old tradition of wrestling to get ribbed. Um, has your dad or have you been ribbed yet? Do you have a big, you have a big story about getting ribbed that was pretty funny? I don't think so, actually. Now that, like, I don't think, I don't think, so. I don't think I do. Hey, it's coming now, but I, yeah, I was about to say, now that you're admitting it, they're all taking notes and goes, oh, she slipped through. So, yes. My dad's sitting over there. If I keep looking over there, I'm just waiting for his reaction. <laughs> I also He's... looked over there because I was like, have I been ribbed? I don't know. My brain <laughs> tends to block stuff like that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, tell us about, uh, you said you mentioned an upcoming tag match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about, is there a story behind this that's this leading up to this match? Um you know, and then kind of how you feel about what's going to happen, you know, or who you're facing. So uh, there's not really a huge story leading up to it. Um, uh, but we are facing a couple of good friends of ours. It's Daddy Daughter Dance 
James Johnson and Selena Rose. Um, honestly, the reason I started wrestling was because I wanted to tag with my dad. Uh, so I have literally been waiting three years for this. I am awesome. Four years. Four years. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Anyways, I've been waiting four years to have a tag match with my dad, and I'm finally getting it. And it was supposed to happen a couple weeks ago, but it got postponed because of rain, and I was very upset. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad this. Uh, you will have to update me after this if you got some footage or whatever. I'd like to see what happens if you're in your dad's match, and so that will. Um, and we maybe we'll have to revisit that later on, you know, a year from now too. The how everything evolves between now and then. Um, as far as uh, female wrestlers, do you have do you have a big competition? Do you have your, um, I guess, the apex lady that you're looking to take a belt from anytime soon or title? Uh, not off the top of my head. I know that I have a few that I want to wrestle, but I don't know if any of them have titles. Gotcha. So, 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 give me your top three that you're waiting on. So let's let, let them hear their names and who's coming after them. I mean, they're like big names, so that's probably not going to be anytime soon because, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm six months in, brother. It's uh, so I really want to wrestle Maki Ito, Kyrie Sane, and. Uh, her name is slipping my mind. That's really unfortunate. Oh, another one is uh, Billy Starks. I would love to wrestle Billy Starks. Awesome. So um, what do you think about Rhea Ripley? I mean, she's really taking on a lead role right now on TV. She is one of my favorites. Uh, I was I was trying to go outside of WWE or AEW. Sure, I understand that. No, but I would great. love to wrestle Rhea Ripley. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, Rhea's just amazing. I, every time I watch her is, and she's came so far because I, I watched her when she came in through um, NXT UK mm-hmm. and her and Pete Dunn. And so uh, just the evolution that she's pulled off and how far she's come has been amazing. So, um, and I look forward to, you know, maybe that's the evolution you'll have for long. We'll see you on WWE. That'd be uh, insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have a great character for it as far as you're very approachable, great smile. Um, I love your energy. I mean, you can just feel it through the camera. So, <laughs> uh, so, so, so that's awesome. I think you will do great. Um, and I know the crowd does. It's one of the reasons you can't. Uh, and I know your dad's probably sitting there. He knows this for sure is you either have it or you don't when it comes to the crowd and really you can't teach that if they connect with you, they connect with you, but there's, there's no way to teach it. If somebody doesn't have it, they just don't. Uh, so embrace that. That's a rare gift. Uh, when you have it. Um, so tell us, uh, so basically over the next six months, what are your plans? Like, um, Uh, well, <laughs> it's okay. I don't caught you on the spot. No, you're good. Um, well, this weekend I'm going to CCW, which is up in New Jersey, 
I've never been to New Jersey before. I've only been to a few states and I'm stoked. I have been waiting to get a booking that's like way out of state because the only real like out of state booking I've gotten so far is in Florida. Well, I've gotten two in Florida. The, there was this past weekend and then like a month ago, maybe, I think. Uh, so I'm really excited for this one. Uh, yeah, I think. I just really hope to get a lot of a lot more like out of state bookings because I consider North and South Carolina like those. That's my home because I trained in South Carolina and I live in North Carolina, so I don't consider either of those out of state. Gotcha. Well, if you ever, uh, I'm pretty good friends with uh, the, the booker here at KLT and. Uh, Rome, Georgia. So it'll be a little bit of a travel, but if you ever wind up in Georgia, let me know. I'll put a word for you in with uh, Chris Jackson. I'm sure he would love to have you. Um, the owner of the KLT's Ricky Wiggins. Um, I will definitely pass that along to them that you're looking to get some out of state bookings and so forth. Um, and then uh, I, know, I know one of the uh, bookers at Primetime Wrestling too here in Rome. So or uh, they do the Rome, Alabama area. And um, a guy named Mickey Henry is Boaz, Alabama. And Mickey Henry is, uh, your dad may even know Mickey. Uh, he, he, he's kind of a, a legend in wrestling. Um, he, he was big friends with uh, Dusty and so forth. So his ring, Bo, Boaz ring, actually had a big boss man trained there. Andre's wrestled in that ring. Uh it's it's got a good lineage of people that are wrestling through there, uh, but they're they're all three great places to wrestle between Georgia and Alabama, right there. So, um, as I said, uh, I'll put a good word in for you that, and, and I'm sure they're going to watch this, and um, they, I wouldn't be surprised if they're reaching out to you uh, pretty soon on that level. So that would be so cool. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, no problem. Um, well, uh, gosh, 35 minutes in, we're, we're still just scratching the surface, but, um, tell us a little bit about, I know you told us about your dad. Tell us a little bit about growing up as far as you, you did talk about how you were a sensitive person. You were, you're a little clumsy. Um, and, and so I, I can, you, you're actually describing my daughter a lot. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, wow, this is my daughter does not have an athletic bone in her body and she cries. You know, if, if, if I get upset with her and raise my voice, you know, there, there's, she's going to cry. And That's so, me. I'm so serious. <laughs> Anytime I get yelled at, I'm like, Oh, please don't yell at me. <laughs> I cannot take people raising their voice. I don't know why I get really bad anxiety. Cause I'm like, Ugh, I don't know what to do. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Yes. So my daughter's the same way. I think your dad's probably around my age. So we're, we're, we're Gen Xers and we were just used. I think we got abused in, in general. And so we were just adapted to it and rolled with it. Now we, we treat our kids like we got treated and they just fall apart. So, <laughs> but, um, so, um, how was, how was school life? You know, you said school was something you definitely wanted to get a break from, but, um, how was it to be in, a wrestler coming up through, you know, because I said, know you were kind of doing some training and going through school. Mm -hmm. So, uh, 
middle school really sucked for me, uh, like pretty much all throughout middle school because I got bullied a lot because I was skinny. Like, yeah, that I was so small that people called me chicken bone, which that sounds really funny. Like looking back on it, it's funny, but I it, it did not make me laugh. It quite frequently made me cry, actually. Um, I did not like having the spotlight on me at all when I was little because I had such bad stage fright. I still have stage fright. I'm not going to lie to you. But it was so much worse when I was little. <laughs> and like being on the bus and having one person draw attention to me drew the entire bus's attention to me. And I hated it. I hated it so much. I cried almost every single day on the way home. Or I would just be silent and not talk to anybody. Um, then I had something pretty crappy happen to me in eighth grade. I don't really want to get into that because it's a long story. Sure. Um, and then my dad was like, hey, you need an escape. I'm going to let you try wrestling. And that's kind of how that whole thing got started. Um, and then, you know, COVID happened in my freshman year of high school. Uh, I was a weird kid my freshman year of high school. I'm not going to lie. I still got bullied a little bit. I got picked on. I got punched in the face on my fourth day of high school. Because, wow. yeah, so uh, there's that. I've never been in an actual fight, but I have been punched in the face before. And it was a weak punch, too. It left a tiny little bruise <laughs> right there, but I didn't even feel it in the moment. And I, that's also when I knew I needed better friends because they all just stood by and let it happen. They were all just like, I was like, are you going to do something? Are you just going to let me get punched in the face? What is happening? <laughs> yes. I'm not friends with any of them anymore. And I was not in friends with them the next year either. I was like, nah, I'm not talking to y'all anymore. Screw yes. y'all. I don't, I don't. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure and not not to, you know, to give your dad any more reinforcement there, but I'm sure he probably told you at some point in time, like I did my daughter, is get through high school. Those aren't don't put too much faith in them because they're really not your friends. You're gonna see over time things pass and you'll develop real friends, but usually the ones you are in high school with are just a season. They're not really yeah. there for very long. I have one friend left from high school, and that's because I met him through wrestling. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that, that is the one thing I love about wrestling. You will you will learn. It, it's a hard business to get to find true friends, but when you find that true friend, I mean they they're family. At yeah. That point. So, um, well, Eric, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot. One more thing. So, uh, as we start to get ready to close out here, can you cut me a promo? Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for, for for your tag match coming up with your dad. Okay, so so when I just raw emotion. Promos, when I usually cut promos, they're usually like vignette style promos. Uh, so I'm not used to the just the regular talking ones. Yeah. I've done it before, but that doesn't mean I'm good at it. <laughs> Uh, that's how we get better. We're just, just relax and just have fun with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> my mind has gone blank. Give me a moment. That's okay. Our tag patch.
My dad said no. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's he said fine. not the tag match. Not the tag match. Okay. Fair enough. Um, well, um, <laughs> so uh, as far as uh, you got the tag match coming up, anything else you want to promote uh, before we close out? Let me open my calendar really quick. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so this weekend I'm at Capital Championship Wrestling in New Jersey. I think it's at the Monster Factory. Yeah. Yeah, the Monster Factory. The week after that, on Friday, I have – I – oh, right, my bad. Hang on. Let me – my dad was like, you're not going to name your opponent? And I was like, oh, shoot, my bad. <laughs> um, give me a moment. I don't want to butcher her name. Let me Let me find her. I'm sorry. I'm taking forever. No, you're okay. You're okay. Um, Paris Van Dale, I think. Yeah. I'm really blind. I very badly need glasses. Like, <laughs> it. I can't read what that sign up there says from here. And I'm actually fairly close to it. <laughs> it's it's an issue. I'm very blind. I don't know how I wrestle. Um, <laughs> so this, yeah, I have a match against Paris Van Dale in at CCW in New Jersey at the Monster Factory. Um, the next weekend on Friday, I think it's August 11th, I have Pro Wrestling Turbo against Selena Rose. Yes. Um, and then... The next day, I have Palmetto Championship Wrestling. I don't know who I'm facing for that one, actually. I have not been informed yet. Um, hold up. I don't know why I closed my calendar. I'm dumb. Uh, the week after that, I have Ace, which is... I'm trying to remember the uh, what the acronym stands for. Alternative Championship Entertainment. Last time I said it without asking, I butchered it. And I, it was embarrassing. That's why I asked. And then the next day, I have ACCW, which I can't remember. Apple, uh, Apple City Championship Wrestling yeah, uh, against Casey Fox. Then the day after that is USA Main Event, which is my tag match with my dad. Uh, that's what I got for this month. So awesome, far. Awesome. All righty. Well, thank you very much. And guys, uh, I encourage you, if you are around um, South Carolina, North Carolina, you see her on the card, make sure to get out there. Make sure she, she sells that last T-shirt, too. Somebody get on there and shoot her over a message and um, buy that T-shirt from her. Tell her I also tell have her a pro wrestling tease store if, if anybody wants a T-shirt. Yes, and tell us about it. Soon. So my pro wrestling, hold up. Is prowrestlingtees.com slash ericademia. All spellings for ericademia are the same. I just want to clarify that because, yeah. Uh, and if anybody wants to support me in any other way, because I am a broke teenage girl, uh, I also have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash yourheroericademia. I also have Cash App, Venmo, and PayPal, which is yourheroericademia on all of them. 
Please help That's me. Help. I'm broke. <laughs> oh my awesome. Good, good promoting. And if you will, after this video, after we close up, you'll hang on there, uh, just for a few moments after that. So I can thank you and your dad properly. Um, as far as 12 gauge uncut, everyone, uh, we also are available on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash the 12 gauge until next time. Beware the 12 gauge. <laughs>